Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. There's a new theme this church year. The theme is reach out into the deep waters with purpose. Reach out into the deep waters with purpose. Let me have a prayer with you. Heavenly Father, we just sang it. Beautiful new hymn. You are the salt for the earth, O people, salt for the kingdom of God. You are a light on the hill, O people, light for the city of God. You are a seed of the word, O people, bring forth the kingdom of God. Bring forth the kingdom of mercy, bring forth the kingdom of peace, bring forth the kingdom of justice, bring forth the city of God. We shall not do so, Lord, unless we reach out into the deep waters with one single purpose, to bring forth the kingdom of what we have just sung. In our Lord's name, amen. Two texts, one Old Testament, one new. Jeremiah 17, to set the theme. Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord, and because his trust is so strong, he has an absolute confidence in God. That individual be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream of the water. It does not fear when heat comes. It has no worries when drought comes. For its leaves are always green. And it never fails to bear fruit. Because the roots are by the stream of the water. The New Testament text, Luke 5, verse 4. When Jesus, Jesus finished speaking, he said to Simon, Reach out into the deep waters and let down your nets for this purpose, a catch of fish. Peter said, Master, we worked hard all night, haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I'll let down the nets. And the reason he said this was because the previous day, Jesus, just starting his ministry, spent the entire day healing people and casting out demons. And Simon Peter had heard about these miracles and perhaps had seen them. So when the carpenter's son tells the fisherman to do this, Simon Peter, aware of the miracle he had just done, he says to Jesus, because you say so, I'll let down the nets. And when they had done so, they caught so many fish that their nets began to break. They signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. 
And they came and the both boats were so full, both boats began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw this miracle, he fell down at Jesus' knees and said, Get away from me, Lord. You and I aren't in the same company. Get away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man, and you have power sent from God. And Jesus said to Simon Peter, Do not be afraid to be in my presence. From now on, you will reach out into the deep waters, and you will not catch fish. You will catch men. Reach out with one singular purpose. A preacher was once preaching on Acts 17, verse 6. One version said, uh, these people who have caused trouble uh, are come here. Another version says, these people who have turned the world upside down, they have come here. They've come to our town, to our village, to our schools, to our trains, to our neighborhoods, to our fraternities. These Christians that have turned the world upside down, they have come amongst us. And the preacher preached on three points. Point number one, the world is often wrong side up. Filled with anger, delusion, fear, worry, shame, guilt, jealousy. Second point, the world needs to be turned right side up. And the minister's third point, we are the fellows to do it. We are the ones to do it. Because we have been invaded by the Spirit of God. By the power of God, by the love of God. We are the people to do it. To reach out into the deep waters with purpose. We do not have a spirit of timidity. We have a spirit of power that's come from God. We have a spirit of love that's come from God. We have a spirit of self-discipline to reach that purpose. And that self-discipline has come from God. We do not have a spirit of timidity. If you have a spirit of timidity, you stay in the shallow waters. You have a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline, you head into the deep waters. February 2018, Winter Olympics starts. You won't believe where they're going to be held. South Korea. I cannot imagine what's going on in North Korea, that in South Korea, the world is going to gather together for the Olympics. God protect. 70% of those who are in the Winter Olympics 2018 were in the Winter Olympics 2014. And for the last four years, they have reached out into the deep waters with one purpose, to do better than they did in 2014. 
We will watch hundreds of hours of video on ourselves and on our competition. We will spend thousands and thousands of dollars on trainers, nutritionists, everything else. Because the very few people on the planet ever have the skill and ability to say to their grandchildren, I was in the Olympics, October 8th, Chicago Marathon being run. If you're running it, these last months you've reached into the deep waters with great purpose. 40, 50, 60 miles a week you've run to get ready for October 8th. I like such things. Takes power, takes fortitude, takes discipline to do such things. But the only person affected is the person you see in the mirror. It's shallow water. As great as the accomplishment is, it's shallow water. And God says, I want you to go into the deep water. First Peter 4, 8. Excuse me, First Timothy 4, 8. Physical training is of some value. I mention it once a year. You go into the store, you'll see a special magazine, Time magazine. It's entitled, The Science of Exercise. The Science of Physical Training. Incredible articles in there. How exercise keeps dementia away and how it keeps diabetes away and all these other things. What it does for you. Fascinating article. Physical training is of some value. Spiritual training is of greater value. It holds a promise for this life that physical training doesn't. And it holds a promise for the life to come. I've said it before. Your 18-inch biceps will not bring you peace when cancer comes or the hurricanes of life come. Your $500,000 in uh, the bank account will not bring you peace when the hurricanes of your life come. You got a 34 on the ACT test like my nephew. It will not bring you peace when the hurricanes of life come. Jeremiah knew it. Jeremiah 9.23 Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, the strong man his strength, or the rich man in his wealth. Let him who desires peace boast in this that they know the Lord God Almighty. Spiritual training. A year ago in this church, War Room, War Room, that incredible series on prayer. Spiritual training is prayer. It's picking up God's Word, His emails, His text messages on your iPhone called the Bible. And seeing and praying into you what God has to say. Spiritual training. The events that happen in your life. Looking at them saying, God has brought the blessing. And God is with me in the trial. 
Every thought, every word that comes out of your mouth, it is somehow or other connected with God himself. And when you say often enough to somebody, God bless you, God be with you, it becomes second nature to you to speak his name. Philemon 1.6, be active in speaking his name, because every time you speak his name, he becomes more part of your life. Reach out into the deep waters. Why? Because there are people all around us who've never really heard about his power, his love, his wisdom. And there are so many of us, myself included, who know about his power, his love, and his wisdom. And we need to be reminded about it all the time. Because there is rarely a Christian on this earth, including the Luthers and the John Wesleys, who do not have problems with something called fear and something called worry and something called shame and something called guilt and something called jealousy and something called envy and something called hatred. There are not too many Christians on this earth who do not do battle with those elements. That is why... We need to reach out into the deep waters with purpose. I said two weeks ago that you build a skyscraper in Chicago, you got to go 200 feet deep till you hit the bedrock. And when you go real, real deep, then you can go real, real high. You must pray. You must read God's Word, His playbook. You must meditate on Him. And you must saturate yourself by the working of the Holy Spirit in God Himself. When they go to the Olympics, they represent a country. When you and I are walking around out there, we are representing not a country. We are representing a kingdom, and that is God's kingdom. 2 Corinthians 5, 19, we're ambassadors for Christ. It is as if God were speaking his message through us. You see a person in the mirror this morning, how'd that person look? The person was you. You fixed yourself up. Shallow waters, the person you looked at. If you say about an individual, that person's a shallow person, that's not a compliment. You say about a person that's a shallow person, you mean one thing. All they do is talk about themselves. And all they do is live for themselves. Last parable that Jesus ever spoke. You've heard it from me so often. 
It was deep water stuff. He said, come into my kingdom because when you saw someone hungry, you fed them. You fed them food like uh, the people did who went downtown yesterday. 500 homeless people, all God's people, down there, 10 of them from Trinity. When you saw someone hungry, you fed them. But it goes deeper than that, people. When you saw someone hungry because they didn't have God. Or when you saw someone hungry because a hurricane hit Florida and they were filled with great fear. And you reminded them that God was with them. You fed the hungry. When you say, I saw someone thirsty, gave them a drink. Not just of water, but you gave them a drink of God himself. When you saw someone naked, you gave them clothes. But when they were naked there in your high school locker right next to you, when they were naked there in your sorority at uh, Illinois State University, when they were naked because they didn't have God, you clothed them by telling them about God. When they were sick, you visited them. When they were sick with fear and worry, when they were sick with shame, figuring they could never face God because of what they had done, you visited them with the love and the mercy and the grace that only God can bring. And when they were in prison, you went. Spent vast amounts of time with them. What prison? I can't go through. The list is too long. A thousand prisons that people have, plus one, plus one, plus one. You visited them in their prisons. And you wrapped your arms around them. And you never stopped talking to them about God's presence. Shallow waters, you, me, deep waters, whoever God brings across your path. Closing word. I read a story about an incident on board a ship one night. The cry came, man overboard. It was dark. No one could see the man in the water. One man asleep in his bunk was awakened by the cries of the crew. He was too sick to even move. But wanting to do something because a man was drowning. This seasick man held a lantern up to the little window in his cabin. And he kept that lantern up there for five hours. The next morning, the man for whom they had given up hope was rescued. They asked him how he survived. He said, when I lost hope, I looked at the ship. I asked God to be with me. And I saw a little light in a cabin window. And that gave me the peace and the hope and the strength to hang on. 
And in that little light, I saw the rope that was lying in the water. And I grabbed hold of the rope. There are shallow waters and there are deep waters. Connie and I flying back from Dallas, Texas, my mom's funeral, a week ago tomorrow. I'm sitting in the middle seat. She's sitting right behind me in the middle seat. And as the plane prepares to land, I hear her talking to a gentleman next to her. And I turn around and look at him. He looked battered and beaten. She said to him, where are you from? He said, Houston. She said, why have you come here? He said, I have nothing left there. The only thing I have is what is in my suitcase. His clothes were stained and tattered and torn. He said, when I woke up that morning, the water was chest deep. I've spent the last 10 days in a shelter. Connie said, who's up here? He said, my brother. When the plane landed, I opened up my wallet, took out $200. Wish I had had more in there. And I folded them in my hand and I reached back and I shook his hand and I left the money in his hand. He had a very shocked look on his face. I said, this is a new beginning for you. And I will tell you that God has you exactly where he wants you. God is with you here. 27 years of age. He says, the first time I've been on a plane, the first time I've been away from Houston... He said, I'm scared. Connie and I walked with him to get his bags. Stayed with him for a while. He said to me, there are still good people on this earth. I gave him my name, I gave him my phone number, and I said, Preston, please, 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 please call me when you get settled. He hasn't yet. I pray that all goes well for him. There are shallow waters, people. That's just you. There are deep waters. There are people that God brings across your path all the time. Do you see them? In our Lord's name, do you see them? Would you rise as we pray? You are the salt of the earth, O people, salt for the kingdom of God. You are a light on the hill, O people, light for the city of God. You are a seed of the word, O people, bring forth the kingdom of God. 
Bring forth the kingdom of mercy. Bring forth the kingdom of peace. Bring forth the kingdom of justice. Bring forth the city of God. Those are deep waters. But since our roots are sunk into God's word and the water of life, we can do what needs to be done. Help us to reach out with purpose into the deep waters. Lord, bless Jason as he plays this offertory for us. May you yourself sink deep into our hearts. In our Lord's name, amen.